Well, as always. Um, hey, how you doing? <laughs> how you doing? You doing good? Oh, as dude, always. I heard the bread lady makes the best. This son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we start at the beginning. That is the trend here. So what is the, uh, what is the beginning look like to you? Do you think the, that we were uh, evolved on Earth or brought here from another planet? or influenced by another species from another planet while still evolving here on Earth. So like aliens. <laughs> so aliens. <laughs> so you're saying aliens brought us over or we developed from this rock. Well, kind of a question. Where do you fall on all that? There's so many ways to slice this. We got to get down to the root of our own opinions. Uh, well, aliens. So you would assume from that from what you said, that the aliens would be intelligent enough, smarter than us, to bring us to another planet and drop us off here or inseminate the planet with life, forming single molecules and multi-complex molecules, and then, you know, the fit, like... Either one would be alien intervention. So, yeah, whether they're brought here or used what was already... Like, I subscribe to this thought that there's... There used to be a lot of different humanoid type things on Earth. It might not even been that long ago, like less than 60, 80, less than 60, 80,000 years. There was these like between us and chimps and they were kind of human like, and I bet you we probably fucked them and killed them all like, like a bunch of not like a bunch of narcissists. So, I mean, I wonder how many more humanoid, humanoid type things there were here. And if there were, were we ever influenced by it or like, externally i have no idea but sidebar to the alien thing is i wonder how many versions of us kind of were here and we kind of rose up and we're like no we're the greatest thing ever we're gonna kill you fuck you like i don't know if that happened either right the, the winners write the history book so 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 let me let me set some groundwork for you for this next thing i'm gonna say please so like thinking of like law of nature like something that you can't argue would be very difficult to argue we learn from the past to predict the future. Now we can't, we can't really know the future and predict from the past. You know, we kind of learn as we're going along and we like adapt, develop, get better, stuff like that. Like- Yeah, more or less. Like sure. think how we progressed as like a civilization and like we had wars over religion and like yeah. technology improved over many years and everything like we had a huge jump in technology in just like the last 100 years oh my as God. opposed to like 1500 years you know what i mean like it's blowing yeah. like it's it's amazing it's exponential exponentially yes yes for sure on. so from everything that we've studied and documented about the past has helped us progressively exponentially increase in the future right so if we take this law of nature and we apply it to aliens like why why would that not apply to them that's not anything they can change right aliens if they exist have to learn from their past and their future you know either most likely develops better right so like at what point of their development are they like interacting with our development or would they ever like we would go to other 
like exactly do, do they come here as explorers do they come here as elon yeah. musk are they like superior to yeah us? Are, are they elon musk just the richest guy in the planet who made it off and no one else can k- give a shit about exploring other galaxies because they're too busy you know mining the moisture or, or whatever but i mean if we in our little world look at and hyper focus on the small things like ants and other items when we go study them we don't get up in their shit. We look, we observe, we go, wow, look at this interesting primitive life, or at least, you know, there's characteristics of humans in it with the whole, whatever, it's more socialist than anything, but you can look at ants, observe what you observe from them, and you go, okay, that's an ant. That ant doesn't necessarily have to be aware of your existence for that to happen. So if some greater intelligence, like I'm assuming, you know, humans are so much smarter than ants, but this gap in technology visibly could be seen in some other form coming and looking at us, and they'd look at us like, yeah, why would we ever bother with this shit? They're ants. Exactly. Why? Okay, so here's the thing. From our past, our wars have been over religion and territory. Like, that's what everything of our past has helped us to, like, learn. Which is so power. Power. Why, of the- why, if you think about us, think about, like, us as a people, like, the world. If we made contact with another intelligent species... Do you think that we'd be aggressive toward them? Do you think that we would just welcome them? Like we would try to communicate. I feel like that would be like a given, but I feel like we would be aggressively defensive. So if another, like if aliens are smart enough to build spaceships that can travel to different planets and come visit our planet, why haven't they tried to like dominate our planet if they're that much smarter than us and they could see that our world is full of resources why wouldn't they try to just because they're an interplanetary species which has no desire to conquer planets so maybe they're beyond that brain thing that we're stuck in as humans so maybe their past has was way different than our past so we've learned through wars and fights and stuff like that maybe they never had those like maybe their whole perception of reality, like violence doesn't exist. Like there's so many, like when you're talking about stuff that there's or, zero proof Oh my God, of, right? Yeah. It's a lot of hypotheticalness. But or like, sex. You know how much the sexual desire in men tip more than women, but the, the sexual nature, let's say that, the sexual nature of humans negatively influences everything. <laughs> like it is the worst side effect of, a pre-human form that needed to reproduce in order to live. So we've then donated this monkey brain to fuck, 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 fuck. And it clouds your thinking and think and all this bullshit and relationships and heartache and all this stuff can be kind of rooted back down to this baser thing. And it's like that controls so much of our, our mindsets and our history. Maybe these other people aren't uh, hooked up to that. You know, what if you had thousand years of no sexual desire and you could just, exist as a let's say everything was about the intelligence you know we're going to neuter our whole species and it's all about the knowledge okay because we're not about reproduction anymore like that's not the form that we take anymore of we don't need to fuck constantly i mean there's a lot of research on this even down to the shape of a man's penis to where it would scoop out the sperm of another predator that would be um with the promiscuous woman of the of the the clan and it's like all of this evolution of just genitalia proving that the desire or the need to reproduce was paramount at one point and it's not right now holy shit you many people there are all of them the point is we don't need to be doing that all the time but it's so much of our life and it sells so much of our media and it's it's one little rant but you know what i mean like 
what if you didn't have to deal with that and you got to fucking build spaceships instead because that's what your energy went on? Yeah. I know Elon doesn't have a girlfriend, but, you know, I mean, I know he has a girlfriend, but I don't know if, uh, I don't know. That guy, I don't know what's up with that guy. That I think guy. he's a good now guy. The richest, now the richest man in the world. I think he's a. I think he's a good guy. Um, I'm I'm floored by the fact that California allows what they allow or allowed. He's gone now, but hey, I think I messed up. That isn't the world, is it? Just America, richest guy in America. Sunny, we got the internet. Yes. World's richest, yeah. World, you get into the Arabian oil and Arabian, you yeah, like yeah, yeah. I was thinking about those, yeah. Uh, they have more fortune. Well, we're gonna see. USA richest person, Donald Trump. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, Jeff Bezos, <laughs> Jeff Bezos, it says. But I think based on Elon's smoking pot or not determines whether or not he's the richest person because his stock changes. Right. Yeah, net worth is a hard way. It's Jeff Bezos and Elon Musk, and those probably constantly change all the time. Yeah, they're both up there. They have yeah, 142 too money, and 187 Too much money million. than they ever know what to spend, you know. Both of them, 20 to 40 more billion than Bill Gates. Who is thirty billion more than Mark Zuckerberg? Yeah, this whole list of the top ten, all of them trending upwards. Every one, and the only one trending down is Warren Buffett, who's only at eighty-seven point five billion. Poor fuck. Yeah, what a poor. Wow. Yeah, how did Bill Gates become? Or yeah, how did Bill Gates become an enemy of the people somehow? Because of the vaccine money grab, looking weird, sketchiness, or. Yeah, wow, you summed that up pretty well. Is that kind of what everyone was fearing? I'm sorry, that was a that was okay. Um finish your thought on the uh the alien thing. I apologize for the the side rant. What? No, I thought we were just going from there. Yeah, no, I don't know if you had a, a other, thought on that. What do you think happened? Maybe is a, a sum up question of it with with human evolution. Human evolution. Well, well I aliens. Think about, you think they? You I'm think they focusing. To do with it? I'm what I was talking. I they might have, but what I was focusing on is their interaction with us. Right, like, that's what it was before my stoner brain ruined. From it. everything that we've learned, laws of nature, like things that can't change, like you learn from your past to predict the future, and that's yeah. like how we've like evolved as civilizations, like through like like our knowledge being passed down through generations. So uh, why, like, okay, let's think about this. Maybe these aliens that we've caught like slight glimpses of on our cell phones every time that we're recording something because now we're recording everything all the time. Right. Uh, it's crazy how many cameras are actively going. And you would think that you would catch by now no Bigfoot. a clear picture of like a UFO. Or Bigfoot. like, or Bigfoot, but it seems like all the the camera technology in the world, even these drones that are flying and everything, like how could a drone not find Bigfoot? Well, you if know the like whole the warmest oh, mammal, yeah. like walking through a woods or something like. Well, he covers himself in mud, don't you know? And he's a shapeshifter, so he turns into uh, turns into Madagascar tigers and leaps through the forest canopy. 
you don't know him like I know him. I smoke the Eucharist and I go out in the woods and communicate. And there's always some fucking reason. And that's what you're saying is it doesn't ever matter. Like, okay, UFOs and drones, briefly. What's up with, uh, like, uh, the Fraber footage of the whole Tic Tac, you know, I've listened to the podcast. I've read the articles. I kind of have a concept of what that's about. But that's a military con- confirming active radar jamming thing that existed. And it kind of brings us back to that, like, 180-day countdown to you have to release the information about the UFOs. Like, it's too obvious now. What do you think they're going to spin it as? I'm not quite sure what you're talking about. <laughs> Talking about that, uh, are you familiar with the the footage of the the jet pilots out there tracking this device that was underwater, then shot up to thirty thousand feet? And should probably have referenced that video previously, no. but but yeah, that was in the news. Like New York Times covered, you know, it was hard to. And these guys have been on podcasts, and it's like a thing. These this is recent information on. It's the Tic Tac UFO. I would look that up in your spare time, but we don't have to go into that. We can segue to a hundred other things, but interesting new modern thing. And then with it being in a coronavirus bill, 2020, if you told anyone that in 2020, there's going to be the stimulus bill that has a direct mandate to Congress or the Pentagon to release all and any UFO footage in 180 days, I'd thought you're crazy. Stimulus check what would have been the first thing. And then that that it's that any talk about UFOs is mainstream is crazy in and of itself. But maybe are we approaching the moment where they actually interact? Hmm. I uh, I'm sorry. I found the clip of the Tic Tac UFO. So I was just uh, studying oh, for that sure. real quick. Yep. Because uh, yeah. it sounded very interesting. Worth uh, worth exploring. I mean, these guys are credible. And uh, Bob Lazar also is another one that claims to have worked in the facilities where these crafts were parked after these, like, that's the thing. I don't know if all of this UFO stuff is foreign. It's probably all domestic. It's probably very domestic. Yes. It's probably very domestic. Like, I don't know if it's, it's probably Russia before it's anyone else is my guess. Like, that could be the big thing with UFOs is, yeah, we've been not letting you know how advanced our our technology is but you caught us do we get extraterrestrial aliens i don't know if that's ever something in our how to prove that how do you tell people that's what we're doing folks we're doing aliens now it's real i mean you told them all they had to wear a mask and pee in separate bathrooms in the last couple years so (laughs) which even the bathrooms thing is changing like god why isn't it just a restroom you need a piss? Go in there. Who cares where the urine comes out of? I mean, mm. I don't know that if there was many people beaten and bullied and needed separate areas because they were, you know, downtrodden upon. And if that happened, each one of those cases is horrific and shouldn't have happened. However, I don't remember that being like in culture looking around going, God, all these trans people are really getting hurt in these bathrooms. we got to bring this up to Congress. Right. Is that what you meant by bathroom thing? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Okay. Essentially. Okay, fair. Oh my goodness. I'm having audio. This happens. Stand by, folks. The program will continue. Dr. Chase Kleehammer.
But yeah, ultimately, I would like to know uh, what happens, but time will tell. Time will tell. I just want to know the context. Are aliens in different dimensions, or are they in different planets, or are they in different countries? Harabud Ching. That's not what I mean. Yeah, and if they were superior to us, why haven't they interacted with us? So maybe back to the ant thing. Why would they care? They they've got all they they they're so superior that they've seen it all. They can observe. Why do you don't have to land to know at this point? Maybe they just can see, hey, this is these guys are doing this. And the nuclear thing seemed to have started the the interaction, if you will when we started splitting atoms and starting to fuck each other up. Because now, here we go, what if you saw all those ants building bombs and going to other ant hills, right? And blowing them up. What would we be like? We'd be, now we, as a human who was like, oh, whatever, they're cool collecting moss. It'd be like, holy shit, should we, who, which one is right? I would wonder. Yeah. I, don't, I mean, but then this happens in nature, right? And you have water buffalo getting gored to death by, you know, tigers out there, and it's like, whatever, that's cool, that's normal. And it is. Then I, you know, I'm of that school of thought, but I don't know. I'm an idiot. I'm an idiot. So, what do you think? Uh, no, you're completely right. If, if we had that type of, like, even just stepping on an anthill, I mean, there's a whole colony of things going on in there, or, like, pouring something down it. You're, you're that's, like, a whole world, you know, like ants, like it's crazy how some, like some critters, their whole life is like their whole five years is within like one square acre, you know? And then yeah. we're us humans have the ability to like travel hundreds of thousands, like tens of thousands of miles, like just wrap around the globe. You know, we can get sure. anywhere on our planet and live there. And then we have a pretty decent lifespan as compared to most other. Right. It's so perspective driven. Yeah. I wonder, oh my God, like to what, I mean, if you extrapolate that out, you have short and long and we look at ours and go, oh, we're the longest, but God, there's gotta be things, beings that have learned more. Like I, I swear when they said Noah and all these people in these religious texts live 900 years, I wonder if that's like a metaphor wonder if that was, that's how wise they were, you yeah. know, like, I don't know. What was your upbringing? Like, if you want to share it with, as far as the worldview, this is right. This is wrong. You will not blah religion opinion. Actually, I think everybody's kind of formed. I think everybody's born as like a blank slate in their environment shapes them. And that comes down to like, yeah. Even down to like intelligence, I really feel like, you know, you see groups of people stuck in society, stuck in certain classes, and you see patterns just constantly repeating yeah. themselves. And then people that are born into privateness, uh, you know, extra ac access to like facilities, or like even people with just their own personal drive to want to like pretty much knowledge is power so as much knowledge as they learn they can like get a leg up in the world and become i don't know people just take it more creatively and what do you think about the blank slate thing like is that not to put an opinion in your mouth but is that the whole 
everyone has the same start. And if you're suffering, it's because you're not choosing to learn more or is that, I don't know if that's what you're saying. I, I'm asking. I think that their environment completely shapes them. So that even comes down to the parents. If you're lucky enough to have two in the house, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So or like, lucky enough to have a car or yeah, all that. So I'm going to take you to but school. If you had like 10 families that were all clones and they all did the exact same thing at the exact same time, yeah. like for years on end, like they were in a clockwork cycle, like gears in a machine. And then everybody came out. I bet everybody would be almost identical within like 90%, you know? Oh, like for sure. I mean, talk the same, act the same, their mannerisms, even their twitches, you know, everything like. Maybe not. Maybe maybe everybody would creatively break apart, you know, from the one time, like 18 years of everybody doing the exact same thing. That's like unrealistic. That's like not a law of nature. Like that can't happen. It shouldn't so, happen. It, it doesn't, shouldn't. Yeah. But there, it's impossible to test it. It's impossible to test it, you know? I mean, unless you're in an M. Night Shyamalan movie and you tell everyone that everything over the fence is with the weird monster and you send Ron Howard's sister, sister, God damn it, daughter out in the woods to figure it out and cross the fence. <laughs> Referencing the village, that is. Folks, the village, see it in theaters near you going out of business. Oh my God. <laughs> but no, the plot of the movie was basically you keep everyone in a village and you tell them what's out over the fence is bad and they never leave and they all become replicas of each other, more or less. There's obviously one person likes red, worse persons likes blue, but yeah, you put one person in a terrible shitty scenario where their house or their like their household or their ideology says black and white this, like I believe I was very much raised next to a kid who was told, hey, you know what? There's differences between drugs. Or, hey, you know what? If you look at a woman and you think that she's hot, you didn't actually have sex with her in your mind. Like, all this, like, hard, hey, dad, I'm six. Like, what the fuck? This is heavy. But, I mean, all that stuff that you never, it's your story. And then, yes, there's someone right next to you to live three doors down, and they're sitting there with a completely different story. They're not at therapy. <clears throat> Maybe they are. Maybe they will be later, you know? Maybe everyone goes through a cycle of emotional learning. It's not all happening at once. It's happening on a curve. That's the, that's the whole thing of man, man. Control everybody. Make everyone work an eight-hour shift because that's when the machines run the best. And who's controlling who and when does it end? And does it end? And who does it end with? What world government, what world AI is going to eventually decide, well, this is right because <laughs> you can't have an opinion anymore, you dirty human. Oh, when we're taken over by AI? Yeah, or what? And it's gonna happen, but what version of it? Like aliens exist, but what version but of? If, if we story? are the creators of AI, don't you think that, like, if it does find a way to, how would it outthink us if we are the creators? Like, even the person who might have built the AI program might not be able to solve it. But yeah. what about the millions of other like-minded, like smart people? that would might know what this guy knows not be able to push it because that's the model of ai that where we don't like want it to take over i'm talking about the model of ai where you take your iphone and you turn it into this little tiny bb that you stick in one of your teeth 
and it's okay. All you got to do is keep it there. And I can message my friends and I can see holograms and augmented reality and all this crazy shit, but it's okay. I just stick it there. Like that's the AI you want. We already have it. It's just in the iPhone 12 pro. Like I'm saying, when does that thing turn into something that is indistinguishable from real life and that we all have in us and we've chosen, we don't need to defeat it. We're actually making it smarter every day because it's easier and better and safer. And oh, you didn't splice all of your genes to have a baby. You didn't make sure that all the genes were specifically oriented in such a way that you eliminated the possibility of having a Down syndrome child. You dirty fuck. You know, there's gonna be a different way to breed one day. There's all that's gonna become normal. And I think it starts with everyone wears a mask when you're sick, fucker. Or hey, you're sick and you're fevering and you're puking on the job site. Well, hold that ladder straight. Like, no. That's done. We've become a little cleaner. Like 9-11, we don't keep the cockpit door open and go, come here, Sonny, and put the patch on your chest. Oh, thanks, mister. Like, we don't do that anymore. We lock that bitch in there and say, drive this bitch. Because they go down because of idiots. Like, that's learning from the past, like you said, but it's pushing us and creating this thing. Like, what do humans do? Ants build anthills, right? All these things, mm -hmm. survival, breeding, blah, blah, blah. Humans are making shit. And they're making it better and they're charging other humans to incentivize them to make it better. And we want them to make it better. Yeah. Like, yeah. That's what we're doing. Maybe we're the AI ourselves. We're just craving for this sentient form of it. I don't, cause all we're doing is collecting our knowledge. Like you said, we built it. Right. That's all I know. And do I actually know that? Yeah. That Maybe. was well, well put. <laughs> No, I don't know. It, it's 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 a mystery, and it's an interesting thought. You can take the little pieces of it and go, oh, well, maybe this happened, or oh, maybe this happened. But what if none of it happened? What if we've just sat here on a rock and been here for a while, and there's absolutely nothing out there? And you know who the first alien is? Elon Musk. Because he's going to go out there and become the first person that was in Not Elon Musk, but his lineage of thought. His, right. you know, like, you know what I mean? Like, who knows? Maybe we're predicting the future and it hasn't happened yet. There are no aliens. The tic tac maybe, is Russia. Maybe we are the aliens, you know? Maybe. <laughs> maybe we are. Maybe we will be the first person. But I think that our like technology now, I don't want to be talking. You you got a computer, so you can look this up. There's gotta be proof that we have found life on other balls of rock, ice, gases frozen, floating in space. What do you mean by life? Like going to Walmart? Like, hey, we see them in Walmart. Or like... No, it's like... A cell germs. on a fossil. It's like yeah. a cell on a fossil. Yeah. So like... But it's still alive. It's still alive. alive. It was alive. alive. So did something chip off of Earth and land there because of the long history of Earth? See, the history of Earth seems pretty clear cut, right? Because you look at the planet and it's just gouged apart by or by uh, by little, little erosion. Like the glacier melt off situation in our in our continents is clear. Like it looks pretty evident. You go look at the moon and it's covered in craters, and we go, "Oh, that's a history of this." Like we probably have some craters, but we also have a history of goddamn oxygen and photosynthesis and everything turns into goddamn vegetation so maybe from space earth might has been hitting a lot i don't know i don't haven't seen the footage folks hashtag space is fake look it up probably wrong no it's crazy have you seen those guys out there taking pictures and like slow freeze framing little spots of the international space station where the bubble curls over the helmet and they're like they're not in space they're in the pool in nevada or whatever the fuck it is and it's like the internet allowing people to pause stuff 
and like look at things like 9-11. The internet is so thorough. We we have we have we're so invested in the internet now and and just there's this group of uh like-minded people on the internet that just love solving shit. That's that's their fix. All they want to do is they see a mystery, they want to break it apart. You know, it's oh, a trick in a yes. lot of people. So the internet is this wild social networking power that allows these people to like like you said they might release this 30 second clip from the government or something like that but there's three million people that are sitting there bored on a monday clicking frame by frame by frame going through 50 frames in a second and looking for weird shit like that's hidden in the and they're finding it folks they're finding finding it. it yes horrific is it true that's the problem because you start to find yourself in this little confirmation bias circle jerk and it's the worst thing that can happen you know what i mean because now you're searching for where's the curve and then you find oh well if you're in chicago and you look up lake michigan you shouldn't be able to see this because of the math okay the guy shows up on the shore of chicago and he points out to lake michigan and all of a sudden he can see it. And it's like, well, the curve of the earth proves that if it was there, it would be this. And it's like, okay, that may be true. It also may be true. This other thing that I don't know. And it's like, oh my God, that's one thing about flat earth. But I'm telling you, it extrapolates times everything down to Donald Trump's a Nazi. Like, oh, okay. Like, where are we coming from with this? And how far, like, I don't know. It's the desire to be right and the desire to dig down and, is ridiculous. That's so funny. Your phone. <laughs> Very nice. I don't know. Where does that come from? What sickness is that? Is that just textbook narcissism? Or is that like some big global power push to empower people to just foam at the mouth? Foam at the mouth? Maybe that's rhetorical. Maybe. I think it was rhetorical. I couldn't answer that. I don't know why people have the license, I feel. Maybe I was raised different. The license to? To foam at the mouth and need to be right. How many people on the internet and otherwise are sitting there? God damn it. Ah, Twitter all the time. Ah, like the toxic. What is that? Is that mental illness? Is that boredom? Is that happened pre-COVID? So I don't think it's boredom. I think people have always been. I think that has to do with the environment around them. If people like hate their lives because they're born in shitty situations and they don't have much and they go online and all they see are these people with everything. You ever dealt with depression? I think everybody has. Well, I mean, at what level is what the question is? If you dealt with it to a level where you had to go tell someone else about it? I think everybody has. (laughs) I think everyone has! That's sad. I hear you, man. I I don't think that there's a single person that just gets to slide by without the slightest, like, feel of an emotion. Not even the Biebs. Yeah, like... That poor guy. The richest people that I'm saying, the richest people have some version of reality where they have to still be, oh my God, what was that? (laughs) Right. They could get depressed because it was raining outside. And they wanted- Well, then that's levels of depression. Like what is depression? Do you 
Do you tell someone, hey, guy, you're fine? Or do you take every case as if they're going to shoot themselves in the face? Like the story on, from that, I think, the second episode on the podcast about my neighbor who was just that, that the dude that blew surprised. his brains out. Like, what? That surprised me. I was listening to that in my car. And all of a sudden, like, I was just listening to it. It sounded like something interesting was going on. And then I was just jaw dropped. And I and the whole mood in my car was completely different. And I was just like, holy, <laughs> like, imagine story, man. going through that and with, like, and how interconnected, like, you weren't a part of his death in any way except, like, all the tormenting, like, physical things. He, he didn't, like fight you or anything no yeah i didn't fight him i mean we stayed on our side of the road and he was very calm would never do anything physical i felt and always felt but obviously he just built it up and like oh those dogs that you want i'm just gonna kill them like what the fuck it doesn't make sense like there's so many whack things going on between from drowning dogs to child pornography i'll never understand that folks you know how much porn there is out there? For God's sake, like why are, I mean, that's what I'm saying. I, I will never, I, I, I want to sit there and, you know, try to I analyze it because what my brain does, but I don't get it. There's a lot of weird things that take place that are common in a lot of people's worlds. And you're sitting there hoping the, the little demon you have in your brain is not one of them that's going to make you do those things. You know, you like everyone's standing on the edge and what's just kind of, did a relationship get you there? Did a set of circumstances get you there? Did loss get you there? Loss is like the greatest misery. There is no other misery outside of loss, as far as I know. Correct. I mean, physical pain, which could be a loss of your comfort. I mean, you guess you can get pretty semantical about it, but I don't know. It's quite telling that human beings do that. We want our comfort, man. It's this chart of people living out in the, the desert and it's literally flatlining for all of history. And then as soon as you hit the invention of the air conditioning, it just goes. It's like, they oh, we're able to go over there? Like, I swear, if there was grass in the winter tundra, people would be out there trying to mow it. Like, it's, we do it if it's comfy and we're into it. So I know you had a large uh, list of things you wanted to discuss today, and um, I don't want to alienate uh, alienate your list. Well, the alien was like alienate. <laughs> Pun intended. Nailed it. But um, another one we got around to uh, parents parenting a little bit. I believe you mentioned or you spoke of. Either way, bringing it up now. Uh, like, gosh, what do you, what, this is a question for you. Okay. I want, I want your last thoughts on this is about child leashes. When you're out in public and you, you have three children, right? What would you do if you saw another person with a child on a leash? Like, what is, I think, well, I know what the social acceptable, like, yeah. approaches to just leave it alone. Like, sure. you know, you don't parent another parent, but, like, at the same time, I don't know, you put dogs on leashes. You know what I mean? Right, and the argument with, I guess, would have to become, uh, 
My dog, I put on a leash because I care about, and I don't want him to run into the street because he's of a brain that I am wiser than him in the moment to know that that squirrel might actually take his life. And I'm going to put you on a leash while you still enjoy your surroundings. They're not tight. They're not harmful. It's a training tool. My kid is going to walk through the mall with me. I love my kid. I'm smart enough to know that that kid can run into a perfume counter and knock it over. And I'm just have this, the, the, thing on my kid that looks like a backpack that doesn't harm it, that keeps it safe while it still enjoys its walk through the mall. Dogs and kids, folks. I don't know if that's a good comparison, but there's um, could be some, oh, it's all okay, just let it go thing. But <laughs> on the other hand, why can't you keep your kid that close to you and figure it out? Like, or I know your kid wants to run and play and that's a fun time, but if you're in a store, like that's the old school parenting thing, right? Like we're in a store, shut the fuck up. A parent, you know, you're at a dinner table, you eat everything. My kids don't eat everything sometimes, or they decide sometimes what they want to eat. Like, I don't, that wasn't my life. I don't know if it's, oh, I'm a bit lesser parent by not repeating my past, but what the fuck, right? There's so many versions of doing the same job. One of them inc includes putting a leash on a kid. And I don't know. What would you don't, do? If don't you think that was like, like undervalued, like, don't you think that would disrespect your child's like image or like undervalue the child at all? Like, don't you think, I don't know, maybe not because it's always like the parents know best. So I don't want to argue that, but. But it um, looks like your kid can't be tamed, which is a negative on the parent. And I say that cause I'm the parent, but also yourself probably looking at it, not necessarily being a parent is looking at it. Like this kid looks like he's a crazy person. Don't you care that your kid looks like a crazy person? Yeah, should your opinion be given to somebody mishandling a situation or even not mishandling it? What if they're handling it? Like, for instance, what if uh, for some reason some parents bring a five-year-old into an R-rated movie and they start screaming and crying? Like, obviously the theater is going to kick them out because that's like their job to do. And I think that it's socially acceptable at that point where two or three people are interfering with a movie that 60 people paid for so i guess that would is a bad example but um like when is it when is it acceptable to be walk up to another parent and be like hey you know your your child seems to be doing just fine you know why, why you got a leash on i don't know never mind i don't, I don't know <laughs> no, i like the question i'm i'm sitting here imagining myself in the position and it reminds me of a story so here we go story time um, I went with my brother-in-law to go see an action movie in theaters back when you could do that. And many moons ago, this was my first child was young. So this is not like recent in any way. This was a while ago, but my first child was young. Um, my wife was working at her job and I would take my son to her in the middle of the day. They would, you know, have their little moment. Hey, everything's cool. I go back with the kid and we have this moment in between jobs, weird time in life. But at that point that was going on. And the point is I had him for several hours and I thinking, Hey, I could take this kid to this movie. He's going to sleep on my shoulder. He's not going to be, he's done always done very well with loud sounds. I mean, I understand this is loud, but it's not going to like hurt his ears. I'm trying to think through all the little things that I can do this. And I go with my brother-in-law to this action movie and we sit down and he's, you know, Separate from the movie, he hated being thrown over my shoulder and sat. But if I stood up, he'd quiet down. 
So we're sitting there watching this action movie and I'm holding him over my shoulder and this old gentleman came up behind me while I was standing off to the side where no one could see me holding my kid, watching the movie. And he goes, Hey, you know, one time when I had my sons, I, uh, I brought him to a movie like this and it was really loud. And, and, you know, looking back, I wish I just would have kept him home. And I think, you know, he didn't tell me to leave, but he pretty much was like, you probably shouldn't be here with your kid. And I was like, Oh, okay. Thanks. Like, what the fuck? I felt offended in the moment because I had thought about all the things. My kid wasn't loud. I was, you know, trying to keep it chill. But still, this older gentleman decided, hey, he wasn't completely rude, but he was also like, why are you coming up to me right now? But here's the second part of that story. I texted my wife. She kind of had this thing with work where it was organized, where it was kind of in that moment okay. And she got off early and took Jackson and I finished the movie. I felt like an idiot even going there with him to begin with. And it's kind of like this weird little, I don't know. Not every parent knows is the answer. You are going to embarrass yourself, especially in the beginning with some scenarios that you think are completely normal. And then later embarrass yourselves when you let stuff go longer than you ever should. And you're like, holy fuck, I should have nipped this in the bud earlier. You know, like it's some things are silly, like nanny nanny poo poo on repeat. And some things are, oh my God, we cry about this thing because I'd let it go too far that one time. And it's like, uh, and now I'm this other person who has my own patterns to repeat or not repeat. And I don't know if they're correct or not. And I'm raising a generation of people, men, who are going to all be hated by society like all white men are now for some good reason, I'm sure. And it's just sometimes it's terrifying. And sometimes knowing all this shit in your head and you look over and see a kid on a leash and you go, you know what? Kids wearing clean clothes, you know, yeah, wearing shoes, you know, you never know. I don't know. Like, it's so hard to like, not that that your question was a judgment of. So so I guess what we were thinking is there like the child leashes that we've seen are like backpack straps. Or oh, go sure. around the boots and the torso. Like a, like a harness. Well, yeah. What if you saw like a dog collar around some little girl's Good. neck and a leash attached to that? Like that. That's kind of more so what I was thinking in the beginning. Something mm. that's not kind of acceptable to begin with, but you see it. What if she identifies as a little puppy dog and wants to be called that, puppy is dog? That things. Acceptable? What oh, if, it what is if now. That, oh, it is what now. What if that little girl's five years old? I believe it is. If if five-year-olds can decide their gender, five-year-olds can wear collars. Okay. I guess that's where you stand with that. I don't don't think it's right. For the record, I don't think that is right in any way, shape, or form, and it's child abuse otherwise. But in today's world, you go look up gender things and rights of parents and all the things, and it's pretty terrifying if your eight-year-old or six-year-old decides that they want to be called Fredita for the rest of their life. And now they want to go through this hormone thing and they want to have their, their body altered. And, and all long before puberty can even start there, they can have that ball in motion with doctor's support. It's the only, yeah, that's, that's, that that's should be nuts. Illegal. It's nuts. That should be child abuse. It should be equal with child pornography. I feel like children of a child. That girl's child. 
Oh my that god. Kind of, that children often see something and they just want to jump on board with it. They they jump onto the hype, you know. They some they see somebody gets excited about something, they want to get excited about it too. They yeah. see you know, gender swaps happen because everybody's online nowadays, even eight-year-olds, you know, and up with their yep. own mommy's old self mom. Yep. They can they can see all that stuff and they might be like, oh, I want to be a boy now. You yep. know, but while 100%. you're eight years old, just because they see all these famous people or you know, people. And you and I know this and somehow they know it too. But why is it known that well? And there's this big mob of people that are pushing so hard for the normalization of it. Yeah, there is. Huge. It's a mob. And I don't know if it's just a big group of people making a lot of noise with a bunch of money, trying to get some progressive thoughts through. Because you know what? I find myself without a party. Like I find myself pretty like socially liberal, but also pretty fiscally conservative. Like mm -hmm. to where I'm a little more like marry who you want, but don't make me pay for the wedding. Fuck who you want. Don't make me pay for your contraceptive. I guess that's such an old school conservative thing to say, but you know what I mean? Like it's just a, it's just a, it's a, it's a, it's a trope and it kind of makes sense and it resonates where do what you want. Don't make me pay for it. Libertarian more than anything, but there's nuance to everything, right? What is life without a little bit of a difference here and there? Like nothing is Republican and nothing is, is Democrat. There will always be disagreement. So what do you think about the Senator is going to block the electoral votes? Do you know anything about that or care? Uh, no, I have not been uh, following. I've, I followed it. Like I get notifications that pop up on the phone yeah. and they kind of like summarize what's going on, but I haven't read into it recently. It seems like it's been going on forever. Like I'm waiting for the, like the results. The crescendo. So pretty much. I thought, that, I thought this should have been over like a while ago. And normally it is because everyone agrees on the couple days after the election results. Cause then normally what happens is the electors go to the electoral college and they all cast their vote based on what their state certified so that's the order of it. You vote, the state certifies it, or first they count them all, they send it, the state certifies the count, determines which electors are going to go vote at the college, what the state had said, those amount go and vote and go, here's our votes, our state said red, our state said blue. And if each one of those processes isn't contested, then it goes all the way through and on July, or not July, January something, all the electorals say blank. And I think they already did that. I don't know. I'm, I'm an idiot. You got to look that up on when they voted. And I think they voted in this case unanimously Biden, which is what all the states apparently have done what they did, whether there's fraud or not. But the, but now the next step is I think the Senate has to certify what the electorals actually said. Like there's so many checks and balances here that one of them, now I think the Senate is going to throw down and say, um, while there's an audit in place, we're not going to certify what the electorals voted or at least in the states that the there's still a, a contest. Like in California, yes, those electors voted, yes, come through. We know you're, you know what I mean? Like I'm trying, I'm saying it terrible, I'm butchering this, but there's, there's one final check and balance and I think it's the Senate signing off on it. And I think there's a growing movement of them who aren't, you know, whether it's political suicide or not, I don't know, I don't have an opinion, but I think it's just, it's the next chapter of the saga of like, why do we care? Why do we still care? I don't know. I'm just talking. Yeah, it seems like it should have been over a while ago, and I, th I feel like a lot of people may agree that it. they just kind of want – they want to see Congress and the Senate 
just work, just being nicer to each other, you know, not a little unity, a little unity. You understand that you guys' opinions are so far away from each other, but it's to the point where it's who can slander the other person more. And that's not what it should be about. It should be about who can develop a healthier idea. Like, why is your reason better? Not why their reason is worse. A hundred percent. Where's the thought? Where's the intelligent back and forth? And the ones that do it, they kick them out early. Good old Tulsi Gabbard. Good old whatever, Andrew Yang. Good old, these people that weren't, God forbid I say Bernie Sanders, but these people that were saying, fuck it. We're going to do this now. And that's pretty much what Donald Trump did. Just did it more with the America. Fuck yeah. And it just, <laughs> that's where you're at. Like that's where we're at. It's crazy. And it is, and it's nuts how in the States where they needed certain things, there's all this weird contest. And I get the whole graph with the, how can so many statistically impossible for these votes to come in in such a way that Biden could not have gotten them. But you know what also happened? He got outplayed. Specifically, the blue party said, go vote for months, folks. Get out there and vote early. And specifically, the red party said, nope, you're going to get frauded. They made it synonymous with getting frauded. It was voting early. So you know what they did? By sheer numbers, they've forced a bunch of people at the polls in one day. No matter what, the sheer numbers of everyone thinking about it, going, hmm, for two months, just were pushed. And if you wanted to go vote early as a Republican, in the back of your mind, you're like, well, good old Trump said that, you know, it's all fucking fraudulent if you go early. And then guess what? They said, oh, it's six o'clock. We need to now count the votes that came in early. And, oh, they're all blue. And, oh, and now we're back to normal. And fuck. You didn't see it coming. You thought you were being an American by saying go to the polls. And the reality is that I think the future is voting early on your fucking phone with your thumbprint and your social security number or something. Like you should never go to a poll again. And this was like the last election that proved that's stupid and not working. Right, right. What do you think about the new polling? Like, isn't this the first year that we did or second year that we've done mail-in ballots? Or, you know, second... Um, I think you always could do mail-in ballots, but a lot of states, battleground states, with Democratic governors, all said, yeah, you're cool, two two months early, we've never done it before, but because of the pandemic, which we had to keep going till November, Mm -hmm. and I say that tongue firmly planted in cheek because I'm not saying the virus isn't real and it never, whatever, but hot damn, that's another goddamn topic that I'll never understand, how you have numbers pointing one direction. Please answer all the, I love dumb questions. You say dumb question or another question? Do you think that they should make polling more accessible after this whole scare of people thinking that it's more fraudulent now that like this whole pandemic thing happened and oh, they're tampering with it in the mail. Like if they haven't done it or, you know, a lot enough in the past to make a big, you know, impact on the people who are now doing it, should they, for instance, should they like, team up with like facebook or these super tech giant companies like uh snapchat and like make it so people can vote straight through those applications god right and if not that a dot gov app that literally has one function and it's to prove your identity and take you off the list of voting you can't vote anymore thank you for your vote yeah and everybody would that would be in a citizen would have like you know their social number their birth certificate whatever the app would require And if they tried to do it from another device, those companies are smart enough 
to be able to figure out, hey, these social ID, these all line up. These are the same. Just like results. they do now. They all exactly. know. That's what the whole auditing process is. Is I mean, that's what even with taxes is what they do now. They know whether you're filing two at once and they audit your ass and they, they go, hey, look, we only have one tax return under one social security number, bitch. If one pops up in Alabama, someone's getting accused of selling and buying one. Yep. Especially with the child tax credits. And that's what's crazy with so many of these taxes being held up over a year now with kids, people who have kids because they want to know if you sold the numbers. They want to know all these other things. And then the IRS slams shut and all these people's taxes just pile up at the back door. Dude, the IRS is such a, the like the worst run system ever. Not ever. Yeah, Goddamn, is it probably, inefficient? Yeah, if you think like all this spending that we do and everything, you think that they would like improve the parts of the infrastructure that would upgrade the infrastructure. Like if, uh, if that process was so much more faster, could you imagine like people having like two months to go to like, a super idiot proof website type in their information type like have their phone scan their thing and have it pre-fill out all the information hit a couple buttons i agree next and boom and it's like you know somebody yep. who's on i don't know say if your laptop's from germany you're from germany no that doesn't make sense but like the website would just pop up in german Oh, yeah. Select your country. Select your language. Yeah, it's all the apps set up. This is resolvable. We're idiots, and we know this. Like, it, it, there's this weird thing about the archaic system that we just – like, I heard this uh, this bit where it's uh, – if one of the – I know if these guys, the writers of the of – the, God damn, I don't have my words. Not the Declaration of Independence. The uh, – Sure, the Declaration of Independence probably care. Came back and said, you know, hey guys, what's going on? And they'd look around and be like, you didn't write any more shit? Like, what the fuck? This is still what we're doing? Like, the intention of it, and I don't mean that there's, it's a, the Constitution, that's what I meant, the writers of the Constitution. It's not some document that needs to be altered and fucked with, and I'm a liberal, and let's go, you know, rip everything down. I'm not saying that at all. However, we've made tons of amendments for reasons. Like, mm -hmm. when is it time to make an amendment that, Maybe one guy isn't always in charge. You know, there isn't has to be a leader of a military. There should be two keys that you turn, you know, like where's the tiebreaker, maybe a three party. And I'm not talking about, you know, these oligarchies where people come up and sit there and determine all these things for years, but I'm talking about just a voted in like the mind of economics. Where's the, where's the people we voted on for economics? Oh no, you don't get to pick that. Oh, okay. Where's the, where's the people that we voted on to work on the infrastructure and, you know, nuanced topics about wells and bridges and bullshit. Oh, well, you didn't vote for him. Oh, okay. Well, who'd I vote for? The guy that picks him. Oh, fuck. Well, I don't, well, wait a minute. I don't know any of these guys. And before you know it, a city shuts down and everyone knows Gavin Newsom's name. You know, like, it's like all of a sudden these guys pop up and they have responsibility and they're doing shit and you never know what the deal is. Exactly. You're voting for somebody who votes for you, which is like, you're voting for the middleman. You, know, you, you hope, know. and maybe there should be three. There's always three. Yeah, three is a good, you know, three is like the strongest geometric shape. You know, there the you triangle. Yep, like, the one world order. We're ushering it in, folks. The balance of power. Three is the magic number. Yeah. Could be. How many I, children uh, do you have? 
Pardon? You have you, how many kids do you have? I have three children. Look at this, oh, the well, king then, of segways. Bada boom! I have three kids, one of each. <laughs> no, they're all boys. They're all boys. As thus identified. He, him. Nice. Congratulations. Nice. They're beautiful yeah. children. Yep. <laughs> I'm sure. I'm sure. They are uh, keeping me honest with my emotions and my reactions to things. So while they process their universe... And they do, yeah, and they do it potentially childishly, you know, appropriately childishly. And I look at it and go, God, I react that way a little bit too. <laughs> so I don't want to react childishly back to a child and then institute that this is okay. So then you can no longer get away with your own shit, which is something that I don't want to be that guy that says, you don't know what it's like until you have kids, but I'm here to tell you, you don't know what it's like until you have kids. It fucking <laughs> sucks. If that's true. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I hate it. I hate it. I hate it. I hate it. But there's that little thing that all of a sudden the world changes and you go, oh. Not that you appreciate your parents more. Sometimes you hate them more because you realize how easy some things were to do and they didn't do them. Or they were, you know, or you appreciate the fact, fuck, you know, this was hard. <sighs> but you don't always get that option. Some people don't have kids and that's okay. It's not like a, you don't understand. I only get offense with the whole kid topic when people who don't have kids come at me with some big thing about blah, don't you know, blah. And it's like, ha, hey, don't you know, blah. Like, I'm never, I'm the sleeping guy who does, wants to get into no bullshit. But if you come at me with some bullshit, I'm going to, I'm going to wait and confirm that you want to come at me with some bullshit. I mean, <laughs> I let nothing go. I let everything, I mean, I let everything go. I want everything to just go away until I have to fight. And then once the fight begins, it's like, Okay. You're it's in different. it for everything at that it's point. In it. I mean, it's just different. It's a, it's what it is. And like, if someone said to me, oh, you have kids, you don't know what it's like raising girls. I'm going to go, I 100% agree with you. There's no way I could know. It has to be different. It has <laughs> to be. Because one kid's different from two kids, different from three kids. It's got to be different from boy to girl. Are you kidding me? Like, there's so many differences. Like, I, I just accept and understand and say, you're coming from this place. Like, with the whole pick yourself up by your bootstraps thing. Like that's kind of, kind of disingenuous. You know, not everyone can just do blank because of blank. And you talked about, um, uh, don't smoke pot kids. I don't remember. Light change blue. Is it turning into <laughs> their blue? It's green. No, it's just being a parent's tough. And it's hard to describe to other people who don't have kids, but you know, it's not a, it's interesting. The point is, the end of the story, if you'd like to end it, is I'm trying to figure out how to talk, call up my doctor and say, hey, I need to get a physical because I've never had one. And while I'm in the physical, say, hey, talk to me about sending me to somebody who can give me a vasectomy. I want that to be in my future. Never done it, obviously. Sounds like a fun medical procedure to uh, document, but no. Um, I, I think it's know. smart to know when to stop. Smart to know when you can no longer... You want to add value to people's life, man. It's a weird perspective. Like your whole world, oh, all I think about is my kids. Ever since my daughter arrived, all I think about is my daughter. I get it. It sounds so blah, you fucking parent. Let me, let me guess. Here's the picture. Like, yeah, it, there's some funny jokes about it. But in the end, 
it is different. It's so weird and it's great. It's amazing. And I would wish it on people that want to do it, but not for everyone. Not for everyone. That's my answer to the kids kid question. Kids. Make sure you're ready for it. Kids raising kids. Well, it turns kids into adults real quick. Oh, yeah. At least I, I thought that. <laughs> I don't have any kids. <laughs> That's okay. That is okay. Where do you see yourself in five years? I don't. I, are you talking about kids? <laughs> no, no, just future. You, kids always imply something coming for some people, but right. you said nothing about kids. So I am um, and I'm uh, asking about uh, your uh, future. Well, I kind of play it, you know, pretty random. So kind of, I'm not really right now. Yeah, I'm at a five year plan. I'm, I'm good to just coast right now until I'm ready to climb again. Post till you're ready to climb. Yep, that's a good thing. A lot of people uh, have the mindset and had the mindset for years where it was, what are you doing after high school? What are you doing after college? What are you going to do now? Are you just going to succeed and and do this and make a bunch of babies and have a bunch of houses and blah, 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 blah? blah. And it's like, ah! And a lot of people, our generation especially, just kind of was like, yeah, pretty much what you just said. I'm going to figure out what I'm doing tomorrow. It's responsible to not throw yourself in situations where – it's sure. it's very good though to have at least a good like couple ideas you know two years three years out like think about it you know regular not regularly like once a month you know just keep yourself kind of in line with your goals question for you on your cellular device how many minutes does it say we've been recording i don't i can't see that from my end oh i have no idea i can't either okay no stress uh, don't mind that, folks. Nothing to hear there. Just uh, shop talk in the background, which I know I can't edit out. So now you're forced to listen to it. Damn it. Moving on. Don't pay attention. Um, I think Zoom may cut us off at 45 minutes because I, I don't know. It still says it's recording, so I'm not going to worry about it. Um, okay, fair. Kids is a good topic. I. Uh, had that to add what do you have to add to the next um oh what was i just gonna ask you it escapes me it wasn't um i don't remember that's that's all right that's unfortunate uh do you do any investing i don't do you yeah i love investing actually what do you uh what do you prefer to invest in uh well it's honestly you it's you do your own research you look up your the like you kind of want to focus what's going on in the world around you and notice that, like the pandemic happened so the stock price of hand sanitizer went through the roof you know the mass produced production companies oh sure stocks went through the roof zoom had yeah one hell of a year sure they did i don't have the statistics right off the top of my head but they had like a 300 percent increase in their stock value because now everything's through Zoom. It's through like online interaction. So basically yeah, shout out to Zoom. Like, focus on what you can invest in, what you see is gonna progressively help out your future economy, your future, you know, and something you can even invest in other markets such as like Chinese electric vehicles, like over in oh, the Oh for China sure. Market. For like, sure. Their population is three times bigger 
at least. Uh, yeah, I wonder what that is. For the yeah. electric car uh, market. So it's it's really I think weed is also another really good thing to invest in right now, and that's a very you know uh, controversial opinion towards investors mm -hmm. because it could either flop or it could skyrocket, you know. 100%. Risky. Uh, but look at Bitcoin, you know. Investors were so uncertain about Bitcoin, and it had that amazing run back in, like, December 2019, and then it fell really far again, and everybody's like, Bitcoin's dead. It went from, like, $19,000 to, like, $3,500 or something like that. And, like, it seems like it just... I wasn't even paying attention to it very closely after that, but now it's all the way back up to like thirty thousand dollars for a Jesus Christ, and it was at three thousand, and it's like that kind of increase in the stock world is just like unheard of. Do you consider Bitcoin a stock? Oh, I well, I kind I mean, of was turning into it in a stock, but it is it's its own thing. It's cryptocurrency. It's like a different. Yeah. It's like a, a cryptic stock market, but for like, yeah, for the sake of it being risky, it becomes a stock somehow. Yeah. But yeah. I never knew just, anything about it. I never mind it. Never got into it. Always assumed it was a fad, like all things, but here we are still talking about it. Yeah. I was just amazed that it like, it, it, it kind of like once a, economy shut down because of the pandemic like all the investors were like thinking about what what is still going to increase in value you know what is still developing right now and i feel like a lot of investors are feeling like this cryptocurrency is going to be the next thing you know people are going to want to un uniform money they're going to want to you know not have to like print money and stuff like that yeah at an expense and if they can just do it all online and set up these little like Bitcoin ATM transaction machines. Oh, for sure. Clean and tidy all on your phone or in your microchip in your brain. Yeah. Or the BB you stick in your tooth. I think it takes like one and a half cents to create a penny. <laughs> if you want to look that up, I would love to be fact-checked on that. Uh, Here we go, folks. It actually costs more money to make a penny than the actual pennies worth. I think that is true. I think so true. But uh, it's just like, that's one of those. And then also like, we only have a limited number of our amount of like copper and like resources, nickel, iron, stuff like that on in the world. I mean, we have a lot of it, but that doesn't necessarily mean that we're not eventually going to go through it in a couple hundred years. Like if we're going to keep making money out of it, at some point we're going to either have to recycle that resource or go to digital currency. Like we'll never, I don't believe we would ever run out of trees. I feel like that's impossible. So we'll always have paper because we'll you think, wait, whoa, whoa, that is groundbreaking here, folks. You don't think we ever can run out of trees. I think the need for our survival is based on our need, our need for them to create oxygen for us and we give them carbon. So like, but the time, like we live so long and trees at some rate, keep getting cut. The, the math isn't going to line up. It's going to be the Lorax before you know it. 
I think that there will be a tipping point, and I don't think that people will understand it until there's casualties. Once people start suffocating and oxygen gets thinner and people are like, it's getting harder to survive, they're going to be like, we're canceling. We're, we're stopping everything. Er, dead and dead in the tracks. We're turning around. We're going to plant three times as many trees as we did the year before. We're not going to manufacture anything. You know, if our economy fails, we, we stop, we think about it, we do a stimulus boost, and we try to boost us back on track. If our, if our plant, like if our, if we can't breathe, if we can't like live on our planet, they're going to stop. It won't, money won't even matter at that I mean, point. Will it be too late by the time they realize it is the fear? But will you be out of oxygen and out of options before every tree's gone? And this tree's the only way to scrub the atmosphere of this bullshit. Like, um, Sidebar, really quick, apologize. A penny costs $1.99 to make? No way. Or 1.9, 9 cents. So 2 cents, right? Is that what I'm reading? Yes. 2 cents. 1.99 One point, okay. one cents. I'm sorry, I said dollars. I just, I, the way they have it typed out here, it's kind of deceptive. But yeah, 1.99 cents to make a penny. And it cost over 7.5 cents to make a nickel. So not quite double, but more. But the Mint realizes a $318.3 million difference every year in making and distributing a Lincoln cent. That's that's incredible. That's a lot of money. I mean, it's not a ton when you look at like the stimulus and money that goes around when it talks about people and stuff. But God damn, stop making pennies. Well, I mean, if you if you take it from every single year in the past like 30 years add up that number that might be a scary number uh, i'm sure a lot of it is and there's so much money that goes into these programs that you don't have access for and it goes right back to the irs like where's the goddamn receipt for where all the money's going where where the fuck is all the money going when i pay my taxes like i know it goes to xyz but isn't it like american to get a receipt yeah yeah, it would be. I thought it was. I no, thought it was. <laughs> yeah. Tough. tough. Or, or it seems like our, our country's crippling in debt, and we're going to start owing, like, other countries a lot of money if we keep, like, borrowing, sort of say. What do you think? And, you think uh, the fear of China taking over the world is real, or is it is age-old? I, is... think, I think the fear is once again survival and adaptability they have too many people and we have out. a lot of land yeah they're freaking but out at some point their their ideology their their mind of thought is going to be like that's unfair we have more people we we need more land or you got to share some land with us so and, and you yeah. owe us you owe us how much you know exactly so ridiculous at some point, yeah i see the fear but I mean, I guess then again, that's why we have countries and, you know, borders and protection and militaries and stuff like that. And we've all fought. Yeah. And hopefully it never gets to that. But eventually we're going to owe these. Like, why not try to reverse that number? Why is the debt still growing? Like, how can every we. Every time. How, like, I feel like everybody in America, if you go up to them and ask them in whatever language they speak or. However, yeah. the more in a in a polite manner, like, would you want the national debt to stop growing? Like, 
who would be like, yeah, I want it to keep going. Like only people that want the, the world to burn, you know, exactly have no purpose. Yeah. Like, and you dig into, kind of, yeah, dig into each one of those programs that are costing these people billions of dollars though. Maybe not every one of them want them deleted. That's always the argument is why we remember the big bird thing when Trump was running for president. PBS was like, Trump hates Big Bird because he's going to take away the money for public television. Well, guess what? Public television has always been funded by the public of people, rich people of an area to support their local channel, always. And you know what happened when the funding stopped? Millions of people spent millions of donations and they kept their public channels going, which was intended with the whole thing. Save your money, don't send it to Washington, keep it in your community. When the fuck did that ever stop happening? Sorry, that was a side rant. I got to be kept in control. <laughs> no, you're right but it would be sweet if we could hypothetically turn that number around or oh, like God, at least stop every it. tax seat, like when we get our taxes back like why why give us back our taxes if we're if our account like if we're crippling debt like why why wouldn't we why wouldn't they take like an extra hundred dollars from 330 million some people once a year and th- that's got to be a huge number. Well, let's put um, that towards the tax You know, why Why should we still owe all these countries money when eventually over time they're going to... Why should we money. pay for it, though? That's what all every other person in the world is going to ask. Is that's, you know, the, the thought is why should we pay for our national debt when we don't even know where the debt came from? Like it's probably for guns for people in countries we don't even, will never go to, aren't even going to be on the news. But we've... Bolstered their military, goddamn, it's for national security. So we had to go in the debt. Got to print some hundies. Get them AKs rolling. What was the number? $100 times how many people are in the U.S.? Uh, Over 300 million, I think. Okay, we're going to find out. Uh, how many people live in the United States, folks? 328.2. Um, so it's going to be by a factor of 100, and I am going to be 32. Uh, one, two, three equals. Yeah, I can't see all the zeros. There's a few. It's a lot. It's a trillion. <laughs> billion. It's a couple billion at least. Several billion. Um, hundred billion. Many hundred billion. Three hundred and twenty-eight hundred billion. I don't know what it is. I can't seem to get this calculator to work and that's okay. But the point is, yes, what is the incentive for anything to get better? What's the incentive for all these inner cities to get out of a cycle? Like where's all the money going to bolster the program that does X, Y, Z? Like, or at least where's the receipt for it if you're doing it? Cause that's some shit that's not getting better. Like the homeless thing in California is more pandemic than the pandemic is pandemic. And that's, that's, you know, kind of a joke, but you know what I mean? It's crazy. They got a giant problem there, a giant homeless issue. And it's kind of like, okay, I don't know. I don't yeah. know. That's got to be incredible. I, I I wonder how different life would be living in like an area like that, where you go outside and you just see people just sleeping under cardboard. like Literally across the street day. from multi-million dollar homes is is. Yeah piles of needles and if they come up on your lawn and sleep in your lawn you tell them to leave you're somehow a white piece of shit who doesn't have a right to private property because there's someone close that's suffering 
And it's like right before they steal your money from you and demand it because somehow, okay, I guess you have to take it. Like that's what everyone's afraid of, of the whole socialist thing is you're like really quick. How do you feel about absolving student debt? Is that something oh, like, man. fuck it, delete it? Who needs that burden? It's all bullshit anyway. It's fake money. Or is it like, well, a lot of millions of people paid off their student debt and did it through the fake system and made the sacrifices that it takes to do it. And what about them? Do they all get a check for what they paid? No. No, they don't. So what happens? You think it's something that like should be something the government should get involved in or even have? I... Uh, see that the the education budget is i don't know i feel like we live in a competitive society where you know there's different colleges that are rated better and if you go to one college it's going to cost 10 times more than if you go to another college so whose debt you know what amount of debt should be relieved like it's a reason why it costs a lot of money to go to one college and little money to go to, you know, a less expensive college. Why should that debt be equally wiped? Sorry to say, wouldn't that make yeah. all the colleges at the same level? I wonder if it would. I don't know. I mean, it, it's what you got in debt for. So if you, well, right. If if the money wasn't an object, they wouldn't have went. To, they would have went to a different college. Half of these people, I'm yeah. sure. So it's kind of, yeah. It's kind of when you have what you want, do you careful what you wish for? Is what I'm saying. Like, so many things that are great turn into bullshit. Like feminism is great, and then it turns into fucking feminazism and it's like how did that happen you know like there's a line in the sand with all this stuff there's being a good person and having attributes of being a man or whatever the version of that even is these days and saying yeah i'm cool with that going oh and you don't like everyone else in because you're blah blah blah, blah. And it's like no oh my god like there's all these pressures i'm over it personally and this is coming off of communicating with a lot of family in the last year that are toxic and I'm to a point with kids in life to where I can't afford to have these toxic relationships going on around me, near me, with me, the whole, the gaslighting, the, the steamrolling, the, the other blah, I hate it. And I see the same behavior in my family that I've known since I was a child and then turn on the news or turn on Facebook or turn on anything and see the same behavior. And it floors me and it frustrates me and it makes me cry. Not, literally all the time but in, in terrible like oh my god is this the war that we have is this war of information where you don't know really what's true and it's just an opinion of someone else and i sure hope you pick the right opinion so the mom doesn't come and drag you down the street and make an example of you yikes i don't want to live like that you want to live like that negative we're here though and we're living a little bit like that. You could make personal choices and and not subscribe to the mental illness. You know who I'm talking about. You know who you are. No, 
not you, Chase. Anyone, you know that thing where you're sitting there going, yeah, I did that thing where I'm a piece of shit. Like, God, I hate it. I hate that it's still a thing and it goes on and people ignore it all the time and turn it into this reason to bolster their own insecurity and paranoia about the universe to enforce this progressive tribalistic mantra that destroys everyone around them. Fuck you. Fuck you. <laughs> don't care. Don't care. I don't need to be right that bad. Leave me to myself. You can't tell me. Like, yes, if, like uh, there's so many things. Like, <sighs> I don't know where to draw the line with this stuff. Like, and they've been forcing the question. I didn't force this question. This thing just came upon us in the night. I didn't decide that uh, the whole, oh, dude, like the whole women are men, men are women. If you decide you're a different gender, you are that gender. Like, well, okay, I will call you you're by your name that you choose. If it's feminine and you were a guy, I don't care. If you want to be considered a she, I don't care. If you consider a he, I don't care. But when you then want to cross over into fantasy land and say that men are women and not all, some men can menstruate, we have to redefine the terms. It's insanity. Like a lot of this stuff, like what do we consider good governorship? What do we consider good management of anything? I don't know. I really don't know. And I'm going to love to argue at all of it, but there's got to be some normalcy on how to communicate with people. And it doesn't seem like it's prevalent at all disappointing i agree i for one am disappointed <laughs> normalizing the communication like back to what you were saying if you identify as a boy or girl and you and you're approached by somebody and they don't identify you correctly like is it appropriate to lash out at them like they're they're only so. doing what they were raised to know like if you have long hair and you turn around and it's a guy and been through a process and you're like well i'm sorry like i thought you know yeah when i said hey ma'am can you like scoot your chair in i didn't know sure like, don't, don't lash out at us because we'll we'll respect it to the point until you you're being aggressive about it 100 percent. like there is so much there's americans have so much acceptance in them in general but when you start to like push people, they get like, oh my God, they take it to the extreme. You know, like a nice normal thing about talking about people in bathrooms turns into this goddamn argument about the universe and men and women and, and oh my God, I'm not gonna let my little girl go into the bathroom with this 50 year old guy that claims he's a woman today. You know, like that's not what they were talking about, but that's the conversation we're having. Like <laughs> the, 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 the Colin Kaepernick thing briefly, that's old news now, but at the time, when this motherfucker got on his knees, like, isn't that one of the most reverent positions to be in? Like, I get the standing with the heart, but also the bowing of the knee is quite reverent. And I also know that his intention was to, to, to diss the cops and diss the establishment and get on the woke train and all that's still true, but it turned into a hate thing when it was literally from the beginning, uh, I'm just the odd guy out just so you see it, but I'm still kneeling in respect to the flag. But it turned into every goddamn American, you're not respecting the flag and you and the fucking NFL, and we're all going to fucking fuck, fuck, fuck. And Trump gets on the Twitter and everyone gets all in line and we all got to decide who's right and goddamn owner is a slave owner. And everyone's like, what the fuck just happened? Am I in another dimension? Speaking of which, have you ever had psychedelics? 
Negative. Negative. Interesting. Something you should try one day. If okay. your if your spirit tells you it is time to transfer to the other dimension and consider the doorways, it is uh, ah, so interesting you're to there do. Is another dimension. I think there hundred percent is, and I think you would just instantly understand that when you're on psychedelics. You're instantly transported to a place where your ego, your other this part of you that you totally default on in not you, but mankind default on hard, this ego thing that drives us and makes us do this stuff. As soon as you take that out of the equation, but you're still you sitting in a chair, you go, oh my God, like what the fuck is everything else? And everything else starts swirling into perspective because your ego's out of the way. And weed is like that shamanistic gateway to the psychedelics in a lot of ways to like teach you to train your mind into like paranoia is literally the beginning of the dissolving of your ego. But the psychedelics say, no, it's over. It's mine. They take it. And you're okay with it. And it happens. And you realize I'm not myself. I have this spirit. I have this thing. And you look up and the stars are hanging different. And you look over and, and the water has this thing. And it's all like, haha, you're seeing hallucinations. But you're seeing something that's always there. And I know that because you can be with a group of people. All different. All chemically different. All in a different place emotionally. And they all trip. And if you get them on, like it's been studies, if you get them on high levels of these, like DMT and whatnot, they'll all have group experiences of these other dimensional things. They're not, you get everyone hammered on, on whiskey, and they're all going to be one guy crying, one guy talking, one guy calling his ex, one guy laughing, one guy, you know, it's just, it's, it's <laughs> we're all getting drunk today. The psychedelics don't do that. They all take you to the same place, and you see the same thing, and you learn the same thing. Like um, a segue into that is... Um, uh, Moses in the Ten Commandments, when he went up to the Mount um, Sinai and he was visited by God, struck by lightning, and he wrote the Ten Commandments. And he saw the burning bush, which sent him up there. Scientists now believe that that burning bush was the acacia tree, which is high levels of DMT. And he probably smoked the, the thing, tripped balls, lost his ego, realized he was leading all these people through the desert and had some moral thoughts like, fuck, I got to go down there and tell these people to stop killing, stop murdering, stop fucking with your neighbor's wife, stop. Oh my God, he tripped balls and he wrote the Ten Commandments. He didn't visit God, but the Bible was written in such a way that the religion's built in such a way that you don't get to have the conversation about the true purpose of morality because it doesn't exist. What is the true thing of morality? Well, who is version? The Catholics, the Satanists, the, the 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 shamanistic monks, the the Christians, the who are these people that are determining right and wrong? It doesn't come from there. It comes from something that is another dimensional. We we call God, and through our source of knowledge through the years, we've unpacked religion through many different forms, and not all of them have been correct. They've been versions of something that we know is bigger than us, but everyone wants to control it. The Catholics want to pay you for it. You know, everyone wants to just nung 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 and control people through this. Thing that they can't control and it's this other dimension it's a psychedelic portal it's this thing that no government wants you to have access to and i think it's the meaning of life in a lot of ways where you can look at yourself and it almost starts to make you wonder like god is this person that has overcome all of these human elements he's tripped enough times whatever that image is of god whoever maybe he created earth maybe all that happened maybe it did happen six thousand years ago just like the bible said but that god figure is someone who is in that dimension, who dwells there, who's figured out how to stay there and looked back and said, oh, this is simple. Like, I think God is much more textile than that. Like, I think it's not this big space daddy. You know, what version of it do you want it to be? I think it's a little more in us anyway, you know? Like, it doesn't sound hippie to say that, but 
once you've dissolved yourself of what you think is making all your decisions, you put yourself in that position of vulnerability and you're like, oh my God, it's crazy. And it's hard to explain. It sounds nuts. And, and, and hopefully somebody listening has been on psychedelics and goes, <laughs> that motherfucker, you know, like, but <laughs> it's just, it's just an experience. And I, I don't ever want to be the guy that pushes anyone to do illegal things or drugs, but if there's a legal setting or a place where you can, in a set and setting is a big thing with drugs, for God's sake, set and fucking setting. Can't just blow yourself out of some party. Oh, you got some mushrooms? Let's do it. Hammered. Stupid. Like, you're not that you won't trip. And maybe that's the trip you need. Like, bad trips are just trips where you don't like what you saw. Not that it was bad. Nothing happened. You just saw this party that you didn't want to deal with today. Like the paranoia and pot. That's what I think. You know, the paranoia and pot where you're sitting there, a lot of people are like, fuck that. I was all like, fuck, you know, this girl, I, uh, 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 you know, I saw her in high school and I looked at her boobs and I feel awkward about it. And I just don't know if she knows if she's going to tell her dad. Like, you get stoned and you think, like, I've never thought that or had that experience, but I've heard these people they, to communicate about these paranoias and my own paranoias about, oh my God, I yelled at my kid and, you know, blah, blah, blah. And I wonder if he took it in such a way. And I smoke pot and I go apologize to my kids all the time. Like, that is the beginning of the dissolving of the ego to take you out of your emotional decisions, which are the root of how much turmoil is our emotional decisions bring us to. I just feel like everyone's trying to figure out what this thing is. We've always been trying to figure out what this thing is. And, and so many people want to have it locked up. Oh, it's God. He's did everything. He's the creator. He did it all in six days. Everything's literal. Um, if you look at a woman and you think she's hot, you might have both had sex with her. Like, <laughs> that whole thing like at some point you gotta just you gotta think of something different you can't keep looking at the same thing you can't keep spinning in the same confirmation bias and i, and I don't know what i'm talking about i'm an idiot no you, you're what? completely you're completely Pardon right me. you're on board with everything i just that's exactly what i was thinking like with aliens it's the same concept you, nobody knows exactly what it is but there's just many different spin-offs of it 100 percent. which version right the ones that seeded us, the one that found us halfway and pushed us along. Um, there's the ones a, that probe us. <laughs> right? The ones that showed us the way of the mushroom. Like, you know how many ancient drawings show life forms coming on chariots from other planets and giving them this psychedelic, and then their brain grew, and then they knew, and then they learned, and then they their, their civilization flourished, and then something. Like, in all these cultures, come right back to God came and gave us the knowledge. God came and created us. Um, this, um, who I'm not well versed enough on all the gods, but every religion has the God that came and gave them the knowledge, and then that's where our civil. What like, go look up how where civilization started. Everyone's got an origin story, and all of them come from whether it's Native American or Eastern Indian. It's someone came and gave us the knowledge, and now we're here. Oh, we came from the hollow earth. Oh, we came from the chariot of Ramadas and Malahakin. We came whatever the story is. It's irrelevant. It's a red herring. The name. It's the, the inner thing inside of us that we all know something happened originally. We didn't, I mean, there probably is some evolutionary process with humans, no doubt. There's a lot of adaptivity that takes place. We see it all the time. However, I don't know if we evolved from, evolved from single cell organisms. And we did that forever. And then intervention came the first time from the aliens when we first threw rocks. And they're like, oh my God, they're going to get concussions. We better give them some some of this, some cooked meat, so they stop being mean. And then that was the first alien intervention, and now we're here. Like I don't know. Like once, like you just said, what version is true? I don't know. It'd be fun to find out. And I hope it's not as simple as, yeah, Russia's got some cool spacecraft. We've been filling them. And if they tell us that, I won't believe them. 
<laughs> I wouldn't believe I'd be, Mike. I'd be like, fuck you, he's got to be bigger. Tickle my thing. <laughs> well, I, uh, yeah, I don't know. I, I hope we find out in my generation. I hope it's not something that I'm like, why did I bring kids into this world? They're all going to die in the alien invasion. That's like the worst. If something really goes weird and you're like, fuck, I have these vulnerable children that their lives are just always ruined now. But you don't, you can't know that, you know, right. you can't know that. In your, uh, in your future, do you think uh, our technology is going to evolve enough or, or do you, pers- do you think that we're going to be all flying around? Do you think that we'll like have air travel more accessible? Like, uh, like we'll all have our own little quad hover bikes or we'll be like space cars. Like, I wonder if that perception of some, somebody perceived this future where we're flying in these cars, you know, hovering around, going real fast and everything. Yeah. I just wonder if that's like, if that is like, that's a perceivable future I want to be around for. I want to see those cars flying by. I want to see. Oh, absolutely. Um, I wanted to see what, what happens. Like, I, I mean, everyone's excited about iPhones and different versions of tech that we already have, let alone stuff that we haven't seen yet. I Okay, so if I have to just briefly extrapolate it out, I definitely see everything going automated electric quick. That's the first yeah. obvious blank, you know? And then once you've perfected the ability to transport something without them involved, why invent something for them to drive unless it's another automated plane service or an automated like yeah i think the era of captains and planes is quickly going to be over like those planes have so much data on the trips that they take it is ripe for an ai like you do not need much data input into that ai for a plane that takes off and does the same goddamn thing all the time it'll even tell you when it needs a soil change like like that whole human factor of maintaining shit probably is going to limit down to the one guy who's maintaining the whole system or the couple guys that are maintaining the whole system that the computer tells them what to do. We don't have a boss. The computer did it. And you put it that in charge of us. So you can't yell at me. The computer said to do whatever, you know, then you start the boss is this AI like that is happening already. I think in some scenarios with robots and car manufacturing, Oh my God, those guys just stand there and look at it happen. And these cars are just, but all that's, and then yeah, the AI that's happening <laughs> for sure. And, I'm taking this car, but then they still need the dirty human to go somehow give it the raw material. You know what I mean? There's no parameter for it to go mine lithium in, on the backs of sweaty children in Africa or wherever the fuck they mine it from. Like that's a goddamn tragedy that there's so much violence that takes place with the mining of lithium. And that's like the future of every device we have. All the cars now are going to need pounds of it. Yay. Look up mining of lithium, pain in the ass, all of it. It's like fracking. Looks good on paper sometimes. And then you don't even know where you end up with uh, with any of it. I'm not keeping you from anything, am I? No. Okay. Making sure. Oh, yeah. Mining I mean, mining lithium involves drilling a hole and pumping brine to the surface. That brine is then left to evaporate for months, which creates a chemical concoction containing magnesium, potassium, borax, and salts, which is filtered and placed into an evaporation pool. Okay, so they like uh, pump out the, they blow out the sludge out of the ground, wherever they find it, and then pretty much let it evaporate. 
and then they uh, collect the magnesium, potassium, borax, and salts. I sure hope they're giving those people gloves. Yeah, I see just a bunch of people just in casual clothes, just digging through this stuff. Yeah, it's fucking gross. Yeah. But a lot of times it's, you know, the picture's a picture, but the big picture is of the the who gives them money and tells them the hours they have to work. And, you know, like it's capitalism gone to a muck. Like there's good capitalism and there's bad capitalism. And it's not all capitalism is bad. Like there's a lot of stores where the uh, the CEO gets paid and or not paid, but has the same benefits on paper as an entry level cashier because they choose. This is our business model. We just want to make sure everyone's even across the board, blah, blah, blah. And there's companies that do that. And there's companies that say, how cheap can you get me those sneakers? This price. Okay, well, I'm going to go get on a plane and talk to Asia. How cheap can you get me these sneakers? Well, this price. Okay, well, no, talk to me the guy that you don't want me to talk to. Okay, we're trying to talk to him now. You beat kids. And how cheap can you get them? Wow, that's half the price. So let me go back to America and think about this. I never saw a kid gotten beat. I never saw anything happen. All I know is this guy promised me that these uh, sneakers would be half the price of anyone else's. So I'm going to come back and make a decision for uh, Amazon or uh, uh, whoever and and say this is what we're sending out there and it's capitalism leave jeff bezos alone but it's also terrible because at the bottom end of the capitalism splatter is this rotting form so welcome to nuance not everything is bad not all white people are evil not all whatever stereotype it's terrible we need nuance we need new uh, stereotypes we need, uh, new, we need new new stereotypes What's a new stereotype? Let's try to make one up live here. Stereotype about uh, people with masks on. If you wear a mask in your car while you're driving, you must listen to CNN. No, that's bad. Probably true, but bad. <laughs> I don't know. No, I mean, for creating a stereotype, any hypothetical answer would have worked. I mean, yeah. Uh, what about, I think a really funny, and it's kind of bad that I say funny, but, uh, <laughs> in 2020, we have a stereotype of Karens now. Like we have, oh, I feel like sure. Karen is like a new stereotype. Great call. Really, uh, yeah. Those two in our past, but now they're blowing up all over online. Just these, oh it's, I feel like the stereotype trying to describe it is like, a more privileged um, white or light Hispanic, maybe woman that seems privileged going into shopping, uh, going into like a grocery store with like, you know, bougie purse and a nice coat and everything and just having a tantrum, like a little five-year-old that she has yeah. to put on a mask and yeah. how she's better. She's above oh, everybody sure. else and how she knows more than what's going on even if you don't like the panda even if you don't like wearing a mask you know everybody is doing it to protect each other like we're such a community built on helping each other and mm. out of a majority people are nice to each other you know you see your neighbor uh trying to dig out his driveway with a little spoon you're gonna go over there and offer him a shovel you yeah know, you, shovel. you do it and sometimes they shoot themselves in the face but a boom oh ouch I'm telling you, you're you're completely right though. These people, you want to help people, and that's the curse, I think. And you get bitter as fuck, like I get sometimes. And you're done helping people. You're done caring. You're done finding out. Done caring. You like that, folks? And it's like you just had enough. 
And you're just like, I'm tired of continuously putting in this energy into a place that's going into a black hole and dying. No, thank okay. you. And I don't know where that's if that's good. And we're back to the whole de depression thought is what you get yourself in your little box and you close everyone off and you, and you try to make everyone around you happy. So nothing bad happens and you might not even be happy yourself and you don't even care. And, and this family member is a piece of shit. This member family member is a piece of shit and you are alone as fuck. What's the antidote to this besides like all the, the typical meditate, mindful thinking, don't dwell on bad things. What's your plan for the future? Like, I definitely what happens. don't think it's a drug. It's definitely not a drug. The answer? Yeah. No, it's definitely not that. So I feel like they can make a drug for anything, any symptom, any, you go in somewhere and you say you feel too happy, boom, they got a drug to make you feel sad. Yep. They want the doll hairs, folks. Yeah. It's all about the, Yeah. Anyway, they just, uh, I feel like it's, it's more about, you know, what you can control in your life around you yeah, and what, what you feel like you have control of. And if you're not like happy with where you are in life, then that's what kind of helps it manifest. It's true. You find yourself screaming at somebody in Walmart and finding yourself a meme on the internet. And there or, you are, like, you're a Karen. How depressed do you have to be to like kill your own dog? Like that's right. the next level of depression. Yeah. Lonely. I don't think any, any bottle of pills would like, nope. I mean, maybe, maybe if he was just sponged out mind dead on his couch, yeah, he wouldn't have had the ability to do that. But like, that's I, not yeah. the answer. I, I, at moments I can try to just put myself in his position and figure out what the hell happened. And I can't get there. Can't get there. I don't know. I can't figure it out. I, I've been pretty lost. I've been pretty had my own things that have brought me to the brink of fucking writing poetry. Like, oh my God, the, the things that disturb and hurt and dig and days go by and nightmares take place and 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 the stuff that happens to people that get to these places. And it's like, no, I don't see myself murdering dogs, but I also don't see myself harming anybody or myself. But God, have I been in these places where your brain goes there and goes, well, nothing else matters. Why would that matter? Like that's the, like the immediate lazy human response with suicidal thoughts is just, it's almost meditating on a negative thing enough to, to see if it will do anything. It, I don't know. It's, it's, it's like a risky thing. It's like a, it's, it's uh it's like a depression. Someone who's depressed is like a, it's like the wrong drug to take when you're depressed. Because it helps in the minute. It makes you feel like you have power over the situation. But ultimately, you're not solving this thing. It's the heroin of, of uh, decisions. I don't know. Been there. What do you think about colonizing Mars? Colonizing Mars. So can you terraform? I don't know. Do you have to live in a bubble? I don't know. What's What kind of colonization would happen there, you think? Do you think, do you think it would be worth it? And it would be in my head somebody else's future that they envisioned or what I have seen from television online, something like that would be yeah. little bubbles, like a little white facility set up. Um, maybe they're harvesting resources. That's another thing. Like how, how worth it is it? Like you bring a piece of Mars rock back to earth. Yeah. That, that rock is worth a shit ton on earth. Cause you know, you can still go down to the pool, relax, whatever jacuzzi, go back up to your, 
house, mansion, whatever, go in your little room and look at your rock. And that's like amazing. But when you're out on Mars, you're just surviving. Yeah, there's no infinity pools. You're just surviving. And for what? I mean, they might be paying you well. I mean, there could be incentive about it. Should we try to, like, do we have too many people? Do we need to, like, live on Mars to sustain people? Do we need to send supplies constantly? Who knows? There's a theory. There's a school of thought. I was just reading that there's people that think that there should be a billion people in the U.S. There's plenty of room. Start building sky rises in Nebraska. Let's get this shit moving. You look at other, like you mentioned, China, who's getting really close to overpopulated on their little patch of dirt. We got to get our bitch up to two million, two billion quick. Yeah, they have rules on how many kids they can have. Yeah, but what I'm saying is like there's schools of thought that think, you know how you beat China? You get a couple billion people in America. Stop playing the game. Let's get oh. in this game. We're doing it. And there's a lot of like encouragement for that thought. Like, and equally, oh my God, my stream is being taken over by a factory and all this. You can never overpopulate America. It's so populated as it is. You ever driven through fucking Southern Illinois? You leave Chicago, the whole goddamn state. You leave Chicago and what's out there? Nothing. Nothing. 65 mile an hour highway, folks. Don't get caught driving 70. Swear to God, their highway system is 65 miles an hour. And everybody drives like 90 through it. Yep. And they can pull every one of them over as guaranteed income if yep. they need it. They love it. Yep. I, one of my only I've tickets I got was to, there. I've driven around Chicago probably 20 to 30 times, realistically. And uh, everybody's going 90. And you just kind of got to go with the flow of traffic. Yep. Otherwise, people are honking, swerving at you, flipping you off because they're going by. Like, Yeah. So you're full-time here in Michigan or are you, you're with your construction company, right? Yes. Construction here in TC. Very nice. Is that something uh, you are extremely passionate about? Um, A little bit. You know, it's what I'm doing right now. It's what I know how to do. I'm comfortable with. I get to go to work and I'm excited about what I'm going to do. I'm usually outside or driving around or, you know, just being very like social I, in, in this pandemic age, I feel like I'm pretty lucky to work with like four or five other grown men that only go home to their families and then go yeah. to work and yeah. I go to work with them and we're doing remodels on houses where people aren't there. So it, we're just working with the same small group of people all the time that when the pandemic first started, we started washing tools. We had to disinfect everything at the end of every day. There were all these laws and regulations which i think are still into place but we also have like our small social circle now where yeah it's safe. Which is always how it was yeah. right like when some kid got sick everyone knew where the kid was and everyone knew when everyone got sick and it was like oh billy should have stayed home that week like for god's sake why did this happen sooner this awareness that immune systems are not all created equal a flu for one kid could be the death sentence to somebody else like that's always been true yeah, usually it's been if you're sick, stay the fuck home. Yeah. Don't go to school. Don't go to work. Don't infect everybody else that you know. This has been common. We've we've known this for generations. Oh, like for sure. Our great-great-grandparents would laugh at us for questioning that, you know, for being like, oh, well, what if, uh, what if he has strep throat, but he puts on a mask and he goes to uh, – Seven uh, Eleven and tries yeah. all the smoothie flavors, <laughs> and then just leaves all the cups on the counter or something like that. Do you think like on 
Mars when they sit there in their bubble and Billy Bob sneezing and they go, hey, bitch, we don't have that many Tylenol patches. You're not going to stay in your bubble. That's going to be common knowledge. You think you think Billy would be ejected? <laughs> Billy out into the space. <laughs> <laughs> that wasn't Among Us reference. <laughs> <laughs> oh, gotcha. Um, do you play a lot of games? Yes. I what actually, is I've your gaming expertise that you prefer? I mean, well, I like to play all the trendy games, and uh, my roommate watches a lot of the streamers, so we kind oh, fun. of sometimes both watch the same thing that's whatever's playing on the TV, and uh, there's a lot of people playing Among Us, you know, and it's a really fun social game to play that kind of blew up. It came out a while ago, but this whole pandemic kind of, like, put a fire under it. And, and you it know, just, I honestly don't know what it is. Can you describe what it is? You don't know what Among Us is. Oh, I would love to explain this. So there's, uh, it's lobbies. You can customize the size of your lobbies. You can have between like four and 10 people, but you always want more people. You want 10 people. And typically the rules are set to, there's 10 people and two of them are killers. And there's eight innocent people. And you're on this ship that's traveling through space. And there's like a map with a bunch of different rooms. Like there's an electric room, there's a supply room, there's, yeah. sewers, there's navigation, there's a cafeteria, there's admin and reactor and stuff like that. And essentially there's a set amount of tasks that you need to do to repair the ship to keep going in space. Interesting. And there's eight innocent and two killers and the killers have to wait like 30 seconds, but then they can kill the innocent people. But you can also report a body that's laying on the ground and then a chat bubble comes up and ever and all the players stop what they're doing they all meet at the center of the ship and then they discuss you literally talk to each other for like a minute to minute and a half holy shit this is crazy and then you, and then you vote on who you think the killers are so you have to defend yourself you have to like make allies with people um if you're the killer you, huh. you want to like try to be as innocent as possible and trick people into thinking that you're also fixing the ship. Oh, right. So it's like this big virtual version of Clue or something. Yeah. That's crazy. But, but if Sounds there's more killers than innocent people, then the killers win. So or, is this cross-platform or is this you have to like buy a game or you can only play with Xbox people or? No, this is free to download. Gotcha. Let's see, I have swipe with Mac. What? Like, I don't know any about the gaming world of the Mac stuff. It feels like it's not catered to Macs. I, I don't think it is actually available for Macs. I don't have a Mac. I know that there, I think you can download some uh, alternate program that you can run it inside of. Oh, yeah. Macs. Like those, yeah, Windows impersonators or something. Uh, well, I Emulator. think it's a program like BlueCoin or, or something. I don't know. I, just taking stabs in the dark guess yeah i hear you i don't know much about gaming i used to play the trendy games when they were out and it was fun and i liked the whatever and blah 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 but i don't have a console and i can't rationalize getting spending 500 dollars to start up with something i want to do for it to be outdated in three years and not really know and care and it's like ah so computer-based gaming makes more sense to me because that shit you upgrade every five years you know what i mean buy a new graphics card, you get the newest thing, you pull out some RAM, you change it, upgrade it. You know, every 10, 12 years, you do a major rebuild. But you can, computers seem to kind of seem to be the way to casually game because you still get a computer out of it. 
I don't know. That's yeah. probably the opposite of reality because casual gaming implies you should be nope. on a console. Nope, 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 nope. You were just on a hot streak until you said that. Uh, typically, <laughs> most, gamers, most gamers in the gaming world will say the computer is the best way to go. Um, the increased frame rate, the increased performance, you can upgrade sure. the graphic cards. Yeah, that's what I Everything thought. that you can do on a console, on a computer, and it's still a computer, so you can do more stuff. The yeah. console is more like the convenience, I believe. Um, yeah, for sure. But I'm not going to lug a desktop to a hotel. But mm-hmm. I can throw a PS4 in a backpack in five minutes and then go to a hotel. And yeah, then- and hope they have a TV it works with. I'm there for a couple of days. So no, no doubt. That makes sense. So are you uh, sad and depressed that Office is off of Netflix? Incredibly. I, I think that uh, Netflix has been making a lot of poor choices lately by like removing like Friends and The Office. They're removing a lot of their huge popular like yeah. shows that are old that people still want to rewatch. A lot of their uh, video base is, or you know, their subscriber base is people who want to see something that they're familiar with that's happened, that was filmed and streamed when they were, you know, in their prime. And hundred uh, percent. Like, Netflix makes more money off of their originals, off of the shows that they help produce or they fund. Um, I'm not exactly certain uh, what specifically makes a Netflix original original, but I know that Netflix is profiting more off of Yeah, they're their production company. So they buy the story. If there's anything to own, they pay all the money to buy the rights and they go forward. Yeah, so they want to, they'd want to like take more profits by removing all this stuff that's not making them money it's it's paying you know for instance that the friends that was taken off netflix you know yeah. now friends you can they they just moved to other streaming services so now there's other streaming services that are yeah, paying them that was the cursive cable yeah but i think netflix is really messing up i just can't emphasize that enough i think they're just they're idiots they're making bad decisions i hope they hear this there's uh, <laughs> there's so many good things that they're taking off. It's ridiculous. It's making people switch streaming services. Right, and Parks and Rec, too. Like, all of it goes to Peacock. And then Peacock says, hey, we're going to pretty much be Hulu. And it's like, holy shit, why do we need another Hulu with goddamn ads and all this? Yeah. Where does it end? Where does it end with the streaming services? Like, I think the, the problem with cable, they didn't learn from it because we're repeating ourselves. Right. I think cable's going to die out. I don't think that that really stands a chance. Yeah, it's all on the internet anyway. If everyone wants you to buy the cable package and then go to your smart TV and download the app and link your cable package to the app, that's that's a dinosaur. That's a dinosaur. Oh, well. Can't win them all. Can't win them all. Well, sir, um, I appreciate your time. I think this is a great place to pause. Um, More to come for sure. And uh, let me know if there's anything I can do for you in the meantime. But uh, I appreciate your time. Thank you very much. I'm glad to chat away with you. No stress, man. Have a good one. Smoke on. You too. Bye.